Welcome to the She Lives Fearless podcast. My name is Dina Delisa Gonzer, and I am here with my co-host, Holly Newton. And we are only a couple of days before Christmas. We're well into our Advent season. I hope you have all been taking advantage of reading the devotionals and following along with the podcast. If you haven't, you can still grab the devotional pieces on our blog or by subscribing to our newsletter. We've had some really wonderful ladies contribute this year, haven't we, Holly? Oh, yeah. They've been great. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I guess we have to do our little check-in and we're going to have to be honest. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) And it might hurt because I know we've been talking a lot about tempering our yeses and our nos and trying to find a way to not make this season maybe as wild as it normally is, if that's possible at all. Trying to schedule in more moments of stillness and maybe just memories within our own homes with our own families and not stretching ourselves um, into a place where we can't be present for anything. And I mean, I kept reporting, you know, through the beginning of the month that I was doing pretty good. Yeah. So I will give myself a gold star and be proud that I had two weekends that weren't completely wild and I could choose what I wanted to do. But I'm going to have to be honest and say that is completely over with now. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> it's <no>. over. <laughs> I made it this far. And now it's time to, you know, the scene in Home Alone where the family is like running through the airport. Yes. Trying to get to their flight on time because they're like, we overslept. Yes. <laughs> and I feel like I'm waking up being like, I overslept. And now I feel the music <laughs> in my brain in the background and I'm just like constantly making lists and I'm like, Oh my goodness. What was I doing? Taking it. So I know I'm in so much trouble now. Um, but so that, that's, you know, yeah, we're going to, we're going to be rocking and rolling in the Christmas. Yeah. So you're gonna, you've got a full calendar. I know going to Christmas. Christmas plays that somehow I ended up being, um, half director just what? what? Wait, this is new for me. This is new information. You cannot disclose <laughs> that on the podcast live. Christmas kid play, and that was good, but yeah. I haven't been raising my hand to like spearhead that for a little bit just because of just being unsure if I could fulfill the um the um commitment due to yeah. just like health stuff and whatnot. But thank God, like I'm showing up to anything anyway, just to support yeah. Sienna and whatnot. And you know, they turn to me and they're like, Hey, yeah, <laughs> you know how to do this. We remember you're good at this. So I kind of end up doing that. And then I end up setting up the hot chocolate bar. It was so cute. Christmas Eve service after the Christmas play. Oh my so God. Not only am I like directing it, but I'm like, how am I setting up the, the chocolate hot chocolate bar at the same time? I'm not sure how that's happening, but wow. You know, wow. So well, that, that's, yeah, that's my your reels have been such great ideas. It's like, oh my oh, I'm so gosh. Glad. I, I know. I, I hope everyone's taking advantage of them going into Christmas Eve yeah. because there's some really cute ideas that are not and only budget friendly, but with your family, right? I saw what? yeah, the 12 days of Christmas. Tell me about that, Holly. I yeah, so um it's just something I do to uh, keep connected with all of our out-of-town family. Um as 
you know, if you've been here a little bit, um, I'm done raising my family and now my children are raising my grandchildren and we're in three different cities, two different states. And a couple of years ago, I thought it would be fun to send them something leading up to Christmas with the anticipation. And so I do little Christmas boxes for them where 12 days leading up to Christmas, they get a little something from, um, from us that they have to look forward to. And it just makes us feel like we're involved, you know, when we can't be there physically for the whole month. So that's been fun. So nice. And there's a lot of families that spend time in different states or apart from each other during this time because it's hard to get everyone together who's moved away, whose job put them somewhere else. So I think that's a really sweet way. It it, it has been fun. I saw a friend of mine do it. It gave me the idea a few years ago. She's a few steps ahead of me. I was like, I like the idea. And it helps us to, you know, feel more near. And we do a lot of FaceTime. Now, do they all get the same thing? or They do because there's six of them all pretty close in age. And I'm thinking one day they're going to be on to me. So I divide it girls and boys. And that way they're, you know, in case they're talking to each other, they've all got the same thing. And it's kind that's of fun. really smart, but that's another way to also like weave that thread together. Yeah. They're all opening the same thing on the same day. Yeah. I think that's really, yeah, really it's special. Cause we, you know, we raised our family with an instilled deep tradition um, for the season. And, you know, I will say I did, paint myself into a corner if I'm being honest and I got all of those boxes wrapped and out the door the same day I had a deadline for um, a big Christmas party this you know a couple of weekends ago at church and it also required some things of me not only you know physically like for the tables but also to host and speak and so I I saved all the prep way too late so not a gold star for me in that department but I recovered a few days after (laughs) and that's good I'm glad you had time to recover I think that's key too it's like sometimes like I'm looking at this upcoming weekend and I'm like wow I know it's going to be crazy but I really protected like my couple days yeah I was asked to do something um, like a TV segment. And I was just like, I had to say no. And I usually would just like use my every last drop. Yes. Everything. But I really sat there and I thought about it and I didn't let fear of missing out or never being asked again, get to me. Um, and I just said, this is something I, that's going to end up making me short and aggravated with my family um, you know, I could just see those things happening already in my mind. And yeah. no, I don't, I don't think I will regret it. No, it wasn't like the today show called me and I said no to them. That's, that's different. <laughs> Not that I don't want to be there for every outlet that asks, but right. there are some right. people that can wait until the new year. <laughs> yes, totally. totally. So, um, yeah. For sure. Um, and I want to be at my best when I do those segments too. So yeah, um, that's a good call. I mean, that's the way to do it, right? Same I think for this for sure. I think this whole year, this whole season for me has been about um, some like stop and go, um, and you know, still stopping and and waiting and learning how to um, not go off the deep end during that. And I see that in your devotional with uh, that you have, we have coming up this week with um, Mary, you're saying, Mm -hmm. you know, she waited nine months to, Mm -hmm. to see um, God's work completed on that front. And that, you know, what happened during those nine months probably wasn't 
easy. And then in raising Jesus, I can't imagine that was easy too, to be the one that was at a, you know, there when he passed away or died or was crucified. Um, and so she had to learn how to, I'm sure, reconcile her emotions and temper herself in all of those in-betweens, I guess you could say. Yeah, for sure. And I think one of the things that marked her was her hopeful expectation. And you can see that in her responses in spite of her questions. And Mm -hmm. so that really challenges me. Um, Even today, you know, with things I have at hand, like things I know God has spoken about and, and I'm sure of, and then things I don't know. And um, I was just reminded when I um, spoke recently at a women's event and shared the the Christmas story passages um, in Luke 2. And I can't remember which verse it is, but it's part of the segment of the main Christmas story. And it says, and nothing shall be impossible with God. And mm-hmm. when I was reading that, it just wrecked me for a second. I'm like, why am I getting weepy? I'm standing here in front of 200 women reading the Christmas story. But it hit me that... Um, she believes so deeply. Yeah. It continues to challenge me. I really try to say, savor the wonder, like we talk about um, this month, because as we were talking about before the show, there's so much that draws our attention and distraction, and it can kind of leave us feeling sideways mm-hmm. and disrupt all of our peace and joy. <laughs> and this season was never meant for that. So, yeah. yeah um, and on day 21, um, this week, it says, uh, Hebrews 11, now faith is the reality of what is hoped for, the proof of what is not seen. Yes. And, you know, if you never experience a season of waiting or of not seeing what you're believing for, then you can't produce that faith that becomes your reality. It's just yes. so- we think, oh, we got to, you know, that our human minds, oh, we got to see it and then we'll believe it. No, God's kingdom is opposite. Yes. <laughs> he says, okay. go this way. And he speaks to us and we learn to hear his voice. We talk about these things throughout the year. She was fearless. How, how do you hear his voice? How do you know how to move forward in the face of fear and the unknown? But it's, it's this is the most beautiful invitation. And so, yeah, the in-between moments and um, are really something I like to dive into to remind me as I start the new year <laughs> that, you know, faith is going to be required if I want to see amazing things in my life. And in thinking about the new year, and I like the question that you posed at the end of your devotional, you know, is there an area you need to cling to Jesus and let his love carry you through? And you also pose the question, you know, does treasuring and pondering mean passively standing by? And I think I've learned, no, it means leaving room for God to work and for God to stretch you um, and allow him to bring you Um, from point A to point B. So we talk a lot about moving forward, moving forward. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about this this morning as we think about how everyone's going to start pushing that for the new year. How can we move forward? How can you this? How can you that? And that becomes a pressure in itself. And I mean, I think about that too. Okay. After I'm done with treatment, like how am I going to move forward? I keep every step of the way. I'm like, how can I move forward? But I think it's also, you have to think that, sure, but 
I think the question you're asking might be more appropriate for the new year. It's well, how, where do I need to be carried? I keep trying to work yeah. in my own strength or, you know, tell God like, all right, I got it. I'll pick back up again. I'll move again. But maybe he's still trying to be like, well, no, wait a minute. I'm still trying to get you to see yeah. that there are areas of your life that still need more surrendering that you need to give to me to carry. So maybe in thinking of the new year, it's like, well, where do I still need to surrender to him and let him carry me instead of thinking about where I need to push more? Yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly right. I think that is <clears throat> the more free way to live, to be honest. Yeah. In Matthew 28, he talks about, and um, he won't put anything heavy on us and that um, we can, you know, he wants to show us his rhythms of grace. And so yeah. I think, I think that's definitely a way to live more free and more lightly and yes. actually just more courageous too, because sure. if I'm not carrying it all, yeah. I'm going to be a little bit more brave. <laughs> it does require more bravery for sure, because, you know, you can't always see the path in front of you super no. correctly. So instead of guessing, and moving forward in what you think you should do and then ultimately having to backtrack or yeah. suffer the consequences of burning yourself out um, because we just live in a culture that's like, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. Someone's going to pass you. Someone's going to take it away from you. But if God has ordered your steps and given you something to do, it yeah. doesn't matter what the world says. It's not going to be taken from you. Maybe the timing won't make sense to you right away, but it's not like he's going to call you to do something and then just have it like disappear, be, right. you know, because you were faithful and waited where you needed to wait, moved where you needed to move. And we have another um, devotional this week by Daria Hasty, and she touches on that mm -hmm. a bit as as well, you know, the fact that we like to keep our control. We live in a very self-help and self this and self that focused world. Um, so control is just something, you know, that's being preached at us. We can control our own destiny. We can control this and that. Um, yeah. And that, that exhausts us. Yeah. As it well. Does. It does. It does. Um, she talks about, you know, what is keeping you from experiencing his peace? Yes. I think oftentimes that's just our inability sometimes to surrender. Yes. Because yeah, we want to take hold. Yeah, for sure. I mean, she makes this one statement. And again, I don't want to give away too much of all of our devotionals, but no. is you only stand to lose your burden and gain your peace. Yeah. And that really stuck out to me. And I wrote that down. Everybody knows me and my little journal yeah. by now. And so you only stand to lose your burden to his peace. And then piggybacking with your question, I wrote, where do I need to continue to let God carry me yeah. in this new season coming? Um, yeah, so that, they're you know, all good yeah, questions. Yeah. yeah, that's where those devotionals left me at this mm -hmm. week. I know this isn't a new year podcast, but it kind of set my sights on what's coming down the pike at me is going to be a lot of goal setting and new year, new you. And I really feel like that's not what I want to do to myself. Yeah. Um, I want to continue on this journey I'm in with him because I see him changing my life and changing things. And I don't want to go back to my old way of running forward, pushing forward, this, this, right. and that. That's been a cycle that's just gotten me into yeah. 
complete burnout, complete disappointment. So for sure, I want to continue to walk this road this way. Yeah, I think it's definitely that, again, it's the way that I think serves us better. And it's it's against what we're going to see blaring out in culture and, you know, join this gym and drink more water and do this and do that and get your work. I should drink more water, though. (laughs) (laughs) You should. Where should you at? (laughs) I don't have it with me. I just like, I don't have time to fill it. Yeah, no. We'll go grab it. <laughs> I, I will drink more water. <laughs> yeah. Which, which, yeah, we definitely should be leaning in to the fact that, you know, we have a God that will carry us and wants to accomplish his purposes in us. And I think if we just remember that, we remember who he is and who we are in him, it takes the weight off. And um, whether you're Um, a believer that's been walking with God for a long time, or maybe you're just exploring faith and you're listening to this podcast, you know, we believe when we put our faith and trust in God, that He has something new for us. Um, And and there's a process and a journey to our lives that He gives wisdom and strength for. And I think, you know, the longer we've walked with God, sometimes it can be easier to forget that than if your faith is fresh, because take things on and we get ideas of how they should go. And so I think, Dina, I love what you extrapolated out of these two devotionals this week is asking those questions. I think I'm really sick of trying to like push life along. Yeah. Myself. I really, I really am. And maybe it's because of what I've been through this year, but I see how it's true. Worrying and anxiety, it can make, you sick. And I've, I've definitely done, um, a lot of that in my life and it's not to say I won't worry and I won't this, that, and the other thing, but I do notice that sometimes we forget that God is present in our everyday lives, not just in like the big illness, the big diagnosis, the big, this, it's like those little things that I get caught up worrying about every single day. I've definitely been stopping and saying, myself you know i can pray about this and yeah. I, can say, I am worried about my child at school and what she's hearing and what she's dealing with but yeah. i can't be there with her but you can so i'm yeah. going to give this to you is there just like any little thing like any little everyday things i noticed that i am trying to figure out a way to change something with my business or this, that, and the other thing. So now, you know, not that I've never prayed about it before, but I'm just more intentional of, I, I can't figure this out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, let's do it. Let's do it together. It's not that he doesn't want to hear that every right. single day. So yeah, I want to be moved from strength to strength to not. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's so good. And that's, I gotta such- give it up. Continually give it up more. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I one thing I've learned, um, and man, I got caught the other day in just this cycle of caring too much and and yeah. not doing what I'm talking about. We should be doing on this podcast, yeah. And, yeah. but it helped me to realize it's like we carry, we start to carry weight, and the more self aware we become, we can push pause for a second and go, "Hang on, what's the root of that?" And I'm going to be really honest here. I was in Target. Target, lots of trouble. I had to do a return, and who wants to do that in December? Mm -mm. And I'm sitting there, and I'm not going to carry you through all the details, but I was impatient. And by the time they helped me, 
I was very impatient and I wasn't, though I wasn't impatient outwardly, like harmful. I, my spirit was not patient and you could tell. And I, when I left, I was like, that is not the best version of me. And, And then I realized I took a minute to breathe and I was like, oh, there's a lot more going on in here that I just haven't given to God today. And yesterday I had to go back and do the same dadgum thing again. And uh, yesterday morning, I felt like the Lord nudged me like, you're going to apologize to her. You get a chance to make it right. And I was like, so I walked in and the same lady was there helping people. And I was like, you know what? I am. I'm going to make it right. And so whenever I got to her, I was like, you helped me the other day. She goes, I don't recognize you. And the first thing I said was, look, I wasn't as patient as I should have been. And I just want to say I'm sorry. And she teared up and she's like, oh, no, no, it's okay. It gets crazy around here. And we, you know, did the wrong thing, blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, really, it's I'm, I'm sorry. And so I realized walking away from that, like, not to pat me on the back, but it's like, if we stop and see those things, it's like sometimes a quick apology is a good thing or just to give ourselves grace or just to be aware of what's happening around us um, in this really hectic time because everybody's in a hurry. The longer December goes, it's I've never noticed it like I have this year. Everybody's in more of a hurry. Yeah. They don't stop to see one another, you know, and so yeah. anyway, that, that was my, um, what a blessing you probably were to her, though, in that moment, and and even the moments thereafter. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I hope so. She looked like she was having a better day, which I was happy about. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> but I was like, no, I'm not. Maybe I'll just get the other person. I'm not going to have to do this. I was like, nope. It came line, and it came my time in line, and there she was. I was like, all right, here we go. <laughs> I love that. That's good. And now I feel like there's people I need to go back and apologize. <laughs> do an apology tour. <laughs> no, no, it was just funny. Um, anyway, well, before before we come to close on this episode, um, you know, I think we just need to remind people, we were talking about this before the show as well. Like in this season, it's so easy to compare, right? Ourselves and um to what's going on around us and you mentioned, Dina, you think it's because of how much we have to consume right now. Yes. So what is there a practical tip you might give someone today on, you know, how to not let that own you when you're, you know, we're online, we're doing things and the ads hear us and listen to us and they pop up. So what can we do? Yeah. I mean, we all know about the comparison trap. I just started feeling like, wow, it must be more heightened because like you said, we are shopping more, so we're spending more on time, all, more time online looking for things in stores, yeah. looking for things when we might not normally be in stores. So that's one thing that could get under your skin. You're looking for inspiration for food, parties, decorations, and you're seeing people's curated situations to gain inspiration from, which there's technically nothing wrong with that. But yeah. the rate at what we're, which we are consuming everything, it can really be a great, uh, open back door to some heavy, heavy thinking, I guess you could say. I mean, I've fallen to that as well. You know, you're trying to hang up the garland and it just doesn't quite look like the Pinterest photo. You're trying to 
copy um and you're seeing everyone else out at these fancy parties and maybe it's not you who's getting to go to the fancy parties so there are some like slippery slopes that you could catch yourself on i've definitely caught myself on it and i think for me i noticed um one morning i was putting little peppermint um candies into my coffee in my christmas mug that's you know my mom's old china And I thought to myself, this really makes me happy. Like this really is something I look forward to each morning. I'm going to miss it when it's gone. And so I thought I started thinking about, well, what are all like the small things that I've noticed I've been smiling about this, this season, you know, we took a trip into the city one Saturday that turned out to be like really a disaster. And then I got home and we'd been walking around all day, but I just decided it was, it was getting dark, but I'm like, let me just go. For a walk and I walked around and I saw all the Christmas lights yeah. in my neighborhood and I was listening to music and I noticed that just turned like my really sour yeah. attitude around and I'm like here I was like traveling into the city trying to make something splashy and special and it's really just the everyday things that I take for granted or I get angry about like oh I don't like my neighborhood I don't like my house this and that but these are the things that I was really thankful for and that really did um, bring me a good sense of peace in the moment. So just trying to every little thing down to the Christmas sprinkles that I have on hand to put in pancakes. Um, the simple joys. Yeah. Yes. And I know right we talk about that. that can get tiring as well, but yeah. it's, it's like right now I'm looking at my little Christmas village that I have on the ledge and I love the way the light is hitting it. Like that's yeah. worth um, settling into instead yeah. of the fact that Scrolling to see what else to do next. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So you got to really protect yourself and um, really tune yourself into um, those things that are doing it for you, I guess you could say, instead of what's not. Yeah, that's good advice. I love that. And it's really especially true here in these last few days when, you know, all the things mount up. So, so good. And if you haven't been doing it that way, I would encourage you to just say to yourself, all right. In the next hour, I'm going to be really cognizant of what what makes me stop and smile, take yeah. notice, whether it's the Christmas music in your car, whatever. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. Or peppermint ice cream from the grocery store sounds good right now. So <laughs> and I about they have Williams Sonoma peppermint bark ice cream. I found that the other day. What? Mine doesn't. I haven't have tested it yet, but I, I'm hoping it's as amazing as I am. Okay. You're going to have to review that for us. I will. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's been so fun um, having these conversations throughout the month. And we've loved connecting with all of you on social media. And thank you for tuning into the podcast this year. Or if this is your first episode, welcome. We're excited for what God has ahead for 2024. So stay tuned with SheilasFearless.com for all of um, those announcements and check the show notes for any special links that we want to share with you as you head into the last few days of Christmas. Thanks again for tuning in and Merry Christmas.